Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday. Welcome in. It is the uh, Donna and Steve show, a Friday edition. We made it through another week. Yay, yay. Uh, Donna Valentine is on vacation today. So Don McLean, of course, on the other side of the glass, pushing all the buttons. But we have a very special guest joining us all morning long. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to, frankly, the voice of my talk, seven one. Rocco's with us. Hi, Rocco. Hello. This is so. I'm just. I'm just glad that you're. Uh, you're. You're out of your house. Like you're oh. in the building. I know. I've find. I've been coming in. This is my second week of doing some trivia with Lori and Julia on Wednesdays and Fridays. But yeah, until then, I hadn't been here in like two months. So give us a lay of the land because uh, Rocco, who you know, he's behind uh, our Friday segment, Drunk Don on Stoner Steve. So we'll get a little bit of that later on. And he's just sort of the creative mind. What we do with Rocco, for those who don't know, and I know that most of you do, but uh, is we just float out a general, really roughed out idea, a loose concept, and then Rocco takes it and forms it into something that is really interesting, really funny. So he is, uh, he is like this creative mole who's just locked up in a studio behind us. We send him things, and then it appears on your radio. And so to actually have him... Uh, like all three hours on a show, I just think is wonderful. I love thinking that he's some subterranean animal that just pops up stuff out of the mole hole, like it's a like, whack-a-mole. Yeah, yeah, he he pops up real quick, throws it, throws out like the MP4 or whatever form we need yeah. it in, and then he goes back down until you yeah. need him again. Rocco, what is uh, since you've been at home more than most of us these last couple of months? How has that been trying to get work done at at home? There's you know you've got child energy around you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's not been bad. They kind of they brought home my same audio setup in my basement and oh. so I just sit there and do my thing and which isn't a ton different than being here at the station because usually I would just sort of be locked in a, you know, windowless room and <laughs> not talking to anybody unless I had to. Mm, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I don't know about I I know you guys are around kids and stuff too. It's you know, it's <laughs> been fun but my I have not done ton of parenting or a ton of school <laughs> marming i mean it's yeah. it's been you know my wife and i work all day and just are like hope our kid does his schoolwork and you know right. doesn't now, you know your kid's eight years old right? yep so okay. he's in third grade third grade so does that mean does he seem to be pretty self-sufficient or uh, are you getting knocks on the door of like can you check this no it is pretty much all day minecraft and NBA 2K and various yeah. Xbox games and with like 15 minutes of homework. You know, I will say this. Uh, the the ability that kids have shown, I think that school is wonderful and God knows, I think I speak on behalf of most parents when I say we want them to go back to schools, yes. to actual school, brick and mortar schools and God love the teachers out there who stay in a schooling thing like six or seven hours a day. It's It's remarkable. Uh, that being said, have you been impressed to see what your child can get done in a short amount of time when they know they on the other efficient. end yes. is playtime, is video game time, is screen time, is on your bike, whatever. 
Rocco, they can really like they can move faster oh, yeah. than you think they can. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and it, you know, he, in his defense, he's always like, "What would you do if you were an eight year old with you know oh an God. Xbox just sitting there?" I'd be like, "Yep, that would have been me in wow. 1983 with my ColecoVision and oh, no. playing Donkey Kong all day." You know, so like father like son, I guess. But yeah, it's been a struggle, and and now we got summer coming up with all the summer camps canceled. It's gonna be. It's going to keep going. That is the gut punch, ladies and gentlemen, is that you as parents, you'll feel like we did it. School's going to be ending here, wrapping up in the next week or so. And you're going to feel like what an achievement. Now let's go back to our normally, you know, scheduled programming. No, no, you're going to stay home with them most likely. And they're going to be home all summer long. The only thing is there will be even less structure because now it's just summer. Whatever. I haven't had like a full heart to heart with my wife about how are you feeling about the summer. We've mentioned it in passing, um, and it's it's going to be, I think, a lot for her. It's going to uh, be a lot. And you know, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, there's neighbors down the block that we would love, you know, him to get out and ride the bike with or play with, and yeah. that's tricky right now. You just can't. I know. I tell you what, we. And and people will will um, throw stones. I'm sure every essentially every parent on our block has tried to do the thing during these last two months of teaching them social distancing. Early on, we learned that adults don't know what six feet is, much less little kids. Do they understand it? So then we were doing things where we were trying to draw things in places of like here's an example of six feet of distance. So if you guys want to hang out on the driveway, here's how you do it. My favorite thing is when they are on bikes. There is natural social distance <laughs> that happens. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the best spot. But it is difficult when they get outside for them to be mindful of that. So they've created songs like a social distancing song. My son is seven, and I'll just <laughs> hear him like come around the back of the house, and then he sees the four year old too close to somebody else, and he's like, "Lila, social distance." And I'm thinking, what is what world are we living in where my seven year old is suddenly barking commands? But it's good. <laughs> He's trying to be a rule follower about it, but it's tough and it's only going to get tougher this summer. And so the fact that the governor um, has now expanded it where you can be in groups of 10, that relieves, I think, some of the pressure. But that is the ongoing lesson that we will try to teach his parents, which is social distance, which will very likely be here until there's a vaccine. So this is the long game that we all have to adjust to is we could be maybe we're six months out, but maybe we're 12 months out. The State Fair Board is meeting today. It's happening this morning. And uh, when we find out what the official decision is, we'll let you know. Once we know, we'll let you know. Um, But listen, if I were a betting man, Mm -hmm. I would. There is no way. There is no way that it can happen. Now, I wonder if when they meet and I believe the governor is going to be a part of this meeting with the State Fair Board as well. I wonder if they'll come up with uh, any creative ideas as to like how we can... Like a drive-through? We can drive your car through? And That's get a some... cute idea. <laughs> Maybe get some... Because the state cream. fairgrounds are yeah. open. Yeah, you you can drive through the whole thing. Do you know that there are some people... When I, I didn't find that out until two years ago. And I it like dawned on me that some people, I think, in order to get to their house mm-hmm. or to go from their house to the local market... They drive through the state fair because these are actual streets. Streets. Oh, Rocco and I know that because we used to really hardcore play 
Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of Pokestops there. There used right? to be. Oh, they've removed you know, yeah, I they, stopped playing like a. Uh, it's been a while now. No, that was the place to go because everybody in town knew that you could meet up there and, you know, you beat just the big bosses through. in the raids. Yeah. Uh, at one point, somebody ran into like a retaining wall and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the State Fair police were sick of people driving around looking at their phones. So they, they petitioned the Pokemon people to get all the virtual Pokestops oh, out of there. Oh, my God. So can now you, do any, you can't do that anymore. Can you play Pokemon Go still? Oh, yeah. Oh, still, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Dawn kind of gave up. Dawn actually got me into it. I remember my kid yeah. was like, can I play Pokemon? And I'm like, I don't know how to play. I'll ask Dawn. She's the only person I know that knows how to play it. <laughs> and then so she, she got me into it, and then she ditched it. You know, she ditched <laughs> I did. It, but... I got too busy. She's like, like, you're I... like in Breaking Bad, like a druggie <laughs> who convinces someone else to do drugs, and then you get clean and sober, and you're like, listen, dude, that's your problem. But now I'm all in. It's fun. They've made, you Dawn, still you, play? You, the thing is, they've made some cool changes to make it... Um, COVID friendly, oh. and uh, they've made you know they've made a bunch of adjustments over time. I know a lot of people that were in at the very beginning of Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. um, kind of complain. They're like, "This is dumb. I don't play this anymore." I think they've took uh, they've taken all those uh, complaints and made a better game. And don't uh, try to rope me back. Get in. Yeah, it's fun. It. <laughs> He's about to pass it over. Just take one hit of this. Come on, you'll like it. And then boom, you go right back to Pokemon Go all over again. Uh, well, that is the voice of Rocco. We're so happy to have him on the Donna and Steve show this morning. He'll be here all three hours. Coming up today at 1130, uh, we will have a drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. The great thing about that is Rocco's the guy who puts it together. So he Ooh. will be with us uh, as we all get to listen to it together. Meanwhile, coming up after the break, any parents out there, if you've ever felt like, boy, my kids seem to grow faster during this time of year, this particular time of year, you're on to something. I'll tell you when it is that kids happen to sprout up, plus some other fun facts and things that make you go, huh? Coming up after the break on Don and Steve. What's up? Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. We did it again. These weeks mostly go by fast. Yeah. Occasionally, they really slow down. Rocco, you're doing stuff from home, and I've always been curious. We've been saying this whole time. Uh, Rocco, by the way, joining us this morning as Donna's on vacation. When I come into work, it feels like the weeks are going by faster. But if you're working from home, do you feel that same way or does it drag on a little bit longer? I've I've been finding things are going pretty quick. Right. Um, but at the, I know everybody kind of deals with the what day is it again today? Yes. Is it Thursday? Is it Tuesday? Um for me, I'm, I can always kind of tell what day it is because Friday is kind of my big day because I have passing notes with Dawn in the morning and drunk mm-hmm. Donna with you guys at 1130. <laughs> so Thursdays is, is me banging, you know, my head against the wall trying to get these funny bits together. So I know when it's Thursday. Okay. Well, welcome to Friday. <laughs> yes. Uh, so most you. of it's behind me. I, I'm coasting from here. So You're feeling good. good. Yes. Yeah. We got a three-day weekend, guys. Memorial Day coming That'd up. Be good. I mean, what that a is... weird. This is such a weird Memorial Day weekend. because. Oh. Well, it's going to get rainier, too. Don yeah. was... Oh, Don, we had some ups and we had some downs about the weather this week. Yeah. We had asked Donna, uh, excuse me, Don earlier this week to just not tell us if it's going to rain. Just just say, like, we're waiting for more information or something like that. But my, my little icons on my weather app changed. And uh, Monday had looked like 80 and, like, partly sunny. Yeah. And now there's a lightning bolt coming out of a cloud on my weather app. A few so. thunderstorms possible, it says. A okay. high of 80. Well, I live okay. I live near Memory Lanes in Minneapolis, and they always have the Memorial Day block party, three you know two day block party. And I feel like it always storms, and that party gets wrecked. So I feel like rain on Memorial Day 
weekend around here has been pretty normal for a while. I don't know. That'd be I, an interesting thing. I bet you I could I reach out to Dahl. Jonathan Uhas yeah. from uh, Five Eyewitness News. I bet you he's like the mad scientist of meteorology. He keeps these bizarre facts up in his brain. I bet you we could find out what percentage of Memorial Days in the last 50 years uh, that it's rained or thunderstorms. Something something just bad enough to ruin your cookout. That's what, <laughs> just, we're, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Um, all righty, why don't we do this? All right, I'm going to position this one to the parents out there. Now, now, listen up, guys. All right, with with things that make you go home, we have a. Uh, this is where we got our our mantra, which is no follow up questions, because today's list <laughs> comes from this weird like Pinterest page that just has a collection of one off facts. Oh. There is there is no context around them. It's just a fact, and then we walk away from it. We can respond, but I I know no other information. Children go grow fastest during what season of the year? Care to guess? Do you have you ever noticed like, boy, they really seem to grow out of their clothes <laughs> at this time? Or when we get to this season, we realize, wait, nothing fits anymore. You have a guess? Winter, spring, summer, fall. When do kids grow the fastest? I mean, you would guess uh, summer. I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, you, you always. Yeah, I always hear about. Like uh, a, because they're going from like fourth grade to fifth grade, and you feel yeah, like yeah, now well, you... it's because you have to buy new school shoes and That's school right. clothes, and you're like, ugh. Uh, it is actually, according to Pinterest, children grow faster in springtime than any other season. So if you've noticed, like, whoa, these last couple of months, my son has shot up, or my daughter doesn't fit into that jacket anymore, whatever, you're on to something. Oh. It's because Pinterest said so. So we believe it, right? Do you remember the feeling of, um, growing like your legs hurt like i would get aches in growing my pains. legs yeah. growing pains like <laughs> yeah. for real like oh i'm so achy and my parents would be like oh you're you're growing taller we say that anytime that my son sometimes will just come down and then he'll like start into a limp and he's oh. then like oh my knee hurts or my oh. leg hurts and we just are like uh you're growing this is so exciting you go back to bed yeah <laughs> don't bother me it's saturday <laughs> do you know what is the only bird that can swim but not fly. This should be easy. Uh, the a penguin? Bird, a penguin! Oh, good job, good Rocco. Job. Yeah. Did you guys watch March of the Penguins? Yes. What a what a journey that was. <laughs> yeah. Isn't what it? was the funny one? There was a funny parody one that was even better. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But with real penguins. Like, right? Yeah. You're not talking about the animated Happy Feet or anything no, like that. No, no, no. I'm talking about somebody took the footage and did their own voiceovers. It was comedians, oh. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys know? Was well, it the same people that did? No, it wasn't the same people that did the honey badger thing. No, not that guy. This was a full <laughs> film of it. Really? I, if anybody knows out there, uh, tweet us. Huh. Don it dark. All right. I don't know that. Okay, um, go on. A lion's roar can be heard from five miles away. What? So if you have ever been to a safari, 
And then if you hear a lion's roar and you're thinking, well, the next thing that happens is I die. <laughs> that might not be true. They could be, they could be miles away. Five miles. I don't know if I believe that. Who cares? Pinterest I said had it. to train for an event once. I was doing a breast cancer walk training and the zoo let me walk in the morning early, like before oh. it was open. This was in Missouri. And in the dark, I would hear like the lion would roar and it just chills you to your bone. Wow. That would that would make you look around as you don't see people around and it's not no, the normal it's thing. It's like you're on the paths by yourself. The zoo is not open, and then you hear that roar and oh, Lord. to your core, you every ounce of your being <laughs> as an animal person <laughs> yeah. goes run fast. <laughs> that would be Terrifying. horrifying. Yeah. See, some people have said they do sleepovers at the zoo. Uh-huh. And uh I don't know if that would be my jam. Maybe in the aquarium. I think it'd be cool to look up and see like the soft blue light Ooh, and like yeah. a, a, a stingray floats by. Oh, no. All right, never mind. <laughs> the, only, the only scary animal I've ever had to worry about it, uh, noises in the distance is wolves when we're in the boundary waters. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you wonder how close those things are and yeah, how hungry they might be. so exciting. Well, you know, our kids were playing at this uh, this little park that they that they just built like behind these these this this new little neighborhood that popped up and they said dad today we saw a coyote now we've seen some coyotes there before mm. but usually they're on like the other side of the street where they just have cornfields and stuff like that and i said where and they said right next to the park it was chasing a goose and it went into some brush and i said well, what happened like did he <laughs> did it get the goose and they said we don't know because the thing went in and then they just didn't see it for a while and then they stopped looking and went about their day there might be a dead goose with a who knows. Maybe wow. there's just a beak left. Yeah, I think he probably ate it. Also, the word nerd was first coined by Dr. Seuss in the book, If I Ran the Zoo. How about that? So there's random information that will do you no good in your life. Coming up, you know John Krasinski's really popular show, Some Good News? There was a big announcement made about it. I don't know if it's good news or bad news. We discuss next. Carlos, five eyewitness news forecast today. Patchy morning drizzle, mostly cloudy with a spotty shower, a high of 72. And for tonight, uh, showers and thunderstorms developing late, low of 62. Just looks like scattered showers and thunderstorms all weekend. But more Memorial Day, we could get some sun, right? Uh, yes, we could. It says partial sun, Kenny Boo Boo says. And, yeah, I'll take that partial sun. It's better than no sun. Yeah. Nothing will be, nothing will be like last Saturday, the great washout of 2020. Hey, uh, the MyTalk resource page is presented by AARP. MyTalk wants to keep you informed. We also want to keep you entertained. So here's how we've done it. We have a list of fun stuff. We have a list of serious stuff. So you can find new ideas for things to stream, live music, ways to keep the kids busy. We've also got a link of resources, uh, a list of resources rather to help guide you through the coronavirus crisis. So depending on the mood you happen to be in at that time, we've got the stuff that you need at MyTalk1071.com. Your keyword is resource. Steve. Hey, Don. Hey, look, you're on national television. Oh, I'm on right now. Okay, so uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan is uh, is on right now. And I appeared on their show uh, this morning to essentially to give an update on a variety of things. Uh, but namely, I, my hair was all poofed out when they <laughs> yeah. came to me. Yeah. And the only topic that we ever ended up going to was my hair. We had like six different things that we were going to talk about, and all we talked about was my hair. And boy, it does look pretty aggressive there. 
So what we're doing right now, it's airing right now. It actually already aired on the East Coast. So we uh, we just are getting the video sent over to Hannah, Millennial Hannah. So she'll be able to put this up on the uh, My Talk 1071 Facebook page. There is a measuring contest between Ryan Seacrest and I. Oh, yours is clearly bigger. Yeah, although his is tamed. His is brushed down oh. as it is there. Mine is puffed out. I really think that if he just took a blow dryer to that thing, it would go. It would be pretty pretty, okay. pretty aggressive. But it's a uh, it's a real problem. Um, the fun fact is that I just talked with their producers last night, and next week we're working on the day. It's either going to be Wednesday or Thursday. I will cut my hair live on their show with no knowledge of how to oh, do it. I'll just take clippers great. right to the sides, and we'll just see now. They wanted me to buzz the whole thing off. <laughs> Management said, "How about let's not do that? Let's not do that." So, um, but I will—I'll do a haircut on the side and give a tutorial to the rest of America okay, from great. one amateur to another. Um, John Krasinski seems to have sort of struck gold during this quarantine. He developed this show, Some Good News, and he would promote it on Instagram, and then the full show would air on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it was just. It was just fabulous. Everybody, it was an instant hit and perfect for quarantine. And then last night, uh, some news broke about it. And I don't know if it's some good news or some bad news. What happened, Oh, it's good for him. Uh, Here's a clip of him signing off four days ago. We thought forever. And that will do it. For this episode of SGN, I'm John Krasinski, no longer needing to remind you that no matter how hard things get, there is always good in the world. Thank you all for making this show so very special. We will see you again. Good night. Oh, we will see you again. Mm-hmm. Now, he was off for four days, and word is that there was a huge bidding war, and CBS Viacom bought some good news. It's going to air on their network. It's really just a highlight of positive stories during the pandemic. And it's the bidding war, they they say happened after the first episode. Like the first episode was such a hit that they just said, we got to, someone's got to snatch this up. Now, here's here's the bump. Rocco, have you seen some good news or any I did. I've, I watched the Hamilton sing-along and then I actually watched some of the uh, office wedding one today. That's I, I really liked it. I'm going to have to show my kid that one. Here I think is the, the bummer. Here's what I think kind of makes it bad news two things first of all there was this there was this time toward the beginning of the the quarantine where and i'm not saying this is fully gone but krasinski's show is a perfect example of this where it felt like social media used to feel like you would look to see what other people were doing in their separate house their separate life and you felt this distance maybe a a level of dissonance of like their life looks better than my life something happened at the beginning of quarantine where it felt like we're looking into windows of the same house. We're all in this experience together, and we were seeing new sides, and celebrities were becoming more accessible than they ever had before. And then John Krasinski up pops this no-one-expected-it uh, talk show from a room at his house, and it just felt like we're really connected. So the fact that now it's sort of moving away to a paid streaming service, oh. I think takes away a little bit of that accessibility of we're all living in the big, same, weird, quarantined world, just a little bit. But more than that, I think the bad news is that the word is John Krasinski will no longer host this show. And it's going to go to somebody else. And they don't know who. John Krasinski is many things, and chief among them, instantly likable. 
He's just, everybody loves John Krasinski. He's like a Hollywood good guy. I was talking about this yesterday. It's just kind of like you're going to like him no matter what. It doesn't matter. You'll love him. Yeah. And now, the thing that worked best in that show, I think, was John Krasinski's, we saw a new side of his personality where he was just this really enthusiastic, over-the-top, celebratory host of like, I'm going to bring you some good news. Now I hear he moves into a producer role and the search begins for the new host. I feel like Krasinski was the thing. It was, he happened to be presenting good news, which was great. And he's reacting to viral videos that he had seen. But I just feel like I don't want to be a pessimist and I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like we've seen the best of some good news Mm -hmm. and it's sort of rougher, rough around the edges version with Krasinski at the helm. Am I being a pessimist? <laughs> and is it enough to get people to spend some money on CBS All Access? Five ninety nine. Anybody here subscribe to CBS All Access? I do. For the Star Trek stuff? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. for Star Trek Discovery. Yep. Is that good? Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I actually haven't watched. I'm not caught up on it yet. But there's also anything from the old CBS catalog. Like if you're a fan of the show Survivor or Big Brother, they're all on there. I mean, I can binge a season of Big Brother and have a grand old time for like two weeks and be like, oh, it feels so good. The you one, the, the show that's tempted me to subscribe is the old Hawaii Five-0 from the 60s. Yeah. You can watch Beauty Whoa. and the Beast from the past. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. I find that very bizarre how some streaming services, so if you can like watch an old Beauty and the Beast on CBS All yeah. Access, and then HBO Max has titles that you would not expect to be there it's just weird how different properties come under these different places. And you realize just because you see something on CBS doesn't mean that CBS owns that show. They're like the distribution right. format. So um, anyway, there you go. There's, I, I don't know, the news. Make make whatever you will. If that's good news to you that Krasinski's show now heads to uh, CBS All Access, presumably some amount of a hiatus, I would imagine, for them to just retool a little bit, find the new host. That, that'll be on CBS All Access. I've got, I think, maybe a great show that's coming to Netflix because we've played this game recently, and if you are a child, you have played this game at some point. Oh, yeah. The Floor is Lava. <laughs> Everyone has played The Floor is Lava at some point, and now it's being turned into an actual game on Netflix. It's going to, I suppose, sort of comes from the, uh, the mind in some ways of a guy named Rutledge Wood. Now, I don't know Rutledge Wood. I looked him up and I thought, am I supposed to know this guy? He's been like a NASCAR uh, analyst. He was also on, I believe, Top Gear on History Channel for a few years. Okay. Anyway, he says this. My new show, Floors Lava, was just announced by Netflix today. Mark your calendars, June 19th. This show was made so that kids and adults can both watch and laugh. <laughs> and it's fun for the whole family. Just like the game your kids have probably played here in our world. It's the craziest thing I've ever Scene. Tons of cash on the line. Lots of people going for it. <laughs> I hope you all watch it, love it, and then want to try and win with your friends and family. And don't forget, the floor is lava. I like that. I like this. I think that this could be fun. So on his Instagram, uh, Rutledge, R-U-T-L-E-D-G-E, by the way, Rutledge Wood on Instagram, has some images up there, and uh, including one woman in what appears to be lava agonizing in pain as she tries to get back up on a rock. Now, the question is, um, whatever this fun red liquid is, it feels like a Nickelodeon kind of a game. I don't know if once you go in, like the real game that you play in your living room or in your basement, 
once you go in lava, are you out? Is that is it a zero tolerance policy with lava, or can you make your way back up if you get out, or you get two times in the lava? Are you bored enough that you would watch the silly game that we play with couch cushions? Would you watch it on Netflix? <laughs> right. Now, is this going to be like, um, like, is it already produced? Has it already been made? Or it is appears it... to be. Oh, okay. It, it appears, at least from a, from a couple of the photos that they gave, which are, they're kind of fun looking because it's like, well, what would it be like if this ever became real life? It, it seems fun. If it ever became real life, where we had to dodge lava? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because man. that's the imagination of kids. We, <laughs> we played this within the last month. We throw all the throw pillows, whatever, all over the floor. Yeah. And I do a twist on it where instead of you just leisurely, you know, stepping from one cushion to another, here's a little pro tip for the parents, I turn my back to them and I'm facing a wall so I can't see them. And I would just sing a happy song. Whatever the song is, I'm just singing whatever. And then... Without any warning, I will turn and just say, the floor is lava. And then you immediately have to get on a cushion. If it takes more than about a second or two, you gone. Is it like musical chairs where there are only three couch cushions and you have four kids? Oh, the baby. We have. Well, yeah. First of all, Dev, a real disappointment, not walking yet at six months. (laughs) Uh, So he's not invited to play. You know, that's actually how you should play. Yeah. But we, I set out like every possible cushion. Oh, sure. And don't do it as an elimination chamber. We do that with another game that is on couch cushions and pillows that is that is quite fun where we slowly eliminate. That's a fun game. Okay, while we're on it, here's what we do. We throw out all the cushions, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a floor is lava game in in a sense. And then the person will turn around. you, You look at all the pillows, and then you pick a pillow in your mind, okay? Sure. And then you, as the picker, turn around, and all of the contestants run around from, there's 15 different pillows at the beginning, and they jump around, and then you turn and point to the pillow that you've chosen, and if anyone is on that particular pillow, they're out. So you predetermine it, you don't play favorites, and you take one pillow away at a time. Does that make sense? You're like the lava master. (laughs) More or less. Like the lava king. Yeah. And that's what I I think you should name it Lava King. Lava King. And then it's like a reboot. It'll be a reboot of The Floor is Lava uh, in a few years on Netflix. So look for that. By the way, Rocco's been watching some shows. We want to get to those. Um, We'll get to those up in the 10 o'clock hour. Our Facebook question ties into that, which is, what shows or movies have you watched with kids during this quarantine? Rocco's got a list. Um, And you're watching some stuff that I have always heard about, Rocco, but never watched. Okay. So I'll have some uh, questions for you to maybe help paint a picture uh, and make sense of it. Meanwhile, uh, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to do If You See Something, Say Something. I think this is interesting. Dawn saw herself starting to do something that just sort of came naturally and Mm. like it would for many of us. And then you actually had the self-awareness to stop yourself. And I think that that's admirable and pretty rare. We'll tell you what that is uh, in Don's words. Coming up after the break on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. Happy Friday. Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1, wherever you happen to be listening. If it's in the car, at home, at the office, on the computer, on the app, whatever. Thanks. Thanks for making us part of your day. If you don't have the app already, download it. You can take us with you. Listen whenever, wherever. Donna Valentine has the day off today. She said she's going to be getting some uh, 
some painting done, I believe, and maybe like some wallpaper removal. So big, big, big weekend yeah. for Donna. Uh, Don McLean, of course, our producer, is here. Rocco, I would say the voice of my talk one oh seven one is uh, sitting in all morning. Rocco, it's good to have you with us. It's good to be here, and it's good to hear that we we still get vacation. Isn't so thanks, cool? Donna, for breaking that seal. Just <laughs> get out of here, blazing the trail. Well, you should have seen Donna. Donna sent a uh, sent a note. I don't think she would mind me saying this, and no. she sent a note to the boss, like, "Hey, so you know, like back when the world was normal, I had a vacation that was planned. Am I still able to take this? Do you want me to stick around for now? What are you thinking?" And uh, and of course, they yes, they allowed her to go. So if you, in fact. Over on the other side of the building, in the world of television, mm-hmm. um, there's a point where we have all pretty much just been working the last couple of months. Very few people have taken any days off. No, And so um, there might be a point in the summer where they have to force your hand and you got to start burning some vacation so that there's not this big, giant backlog. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I've, I've carried over. Oh, I have 87 hours that I haven't used oh, yet. Jeez. <laughs> We gotta get out of here. Take the take the rest of this shift. Well, off. What would happen if Don left? We who would run the first half <laughs> no. of our day here? Honest to goodness, yeah, Don. We're, we're trying to rope somebody over from uh, actually our sister station. Oh, great! So yeah, he's he's just uh, hasn't gotten his schedule yet. Brother Rob. Brother Rob. Always yeah, because you great you guy. we love Brother Rob. He's great. Yeah, sweet guy. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to get out of here at some point. My daughter's coming to visit in July for the first time. Oh, lovely. To Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So mid July. Um, by the way, let's see. Let me let me do this sure. live here. See if we have any information. So this morning, uh, there was a big meeting that's going to be happening regarding the Minnesota State Fair and the fate of it. So I, I don't see anything. I bet we won't know until next week. That would be. They're going to have to deliberate for a while, right? How long can this meeting be? Here's what I think it would be like. <laughs> uh, hey guys, thanks for joining us here. Um, are you guys going to do this state fair this year? No. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, all right. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Good, good. We'll go spread the word. I mean, I just don't see. I Nobody wants the state fair to not happen, but it just under these current circumstances. There, the last time that it was canceled was in 1950-something for the polio outbreak. Oh, I and didn't know it had ever been canceled. It's been canceled a couple times. One other time, I believe, because of a war. The interesting thing is, oh. we used to like rattle off this statistic someday. You know, when we were at the state fair, uh-huh. um, we would t- quiz the the crowd and then ask them about it. And we would always look back, and you thought, "Oh, really? They canceled it once because of the polio outbreak? What is that even? Okay, really? And now thinking like, oh, pandemics are a thing of the past, right? And now we will very likely. It's not official." but very likely be a part of history moving forward as another time that the state fair could potentially uh, be, be canceled. What do you guys think? Do you think that, I mean, I don't think there's a chance. I don't either. I agree. But the only way that you could do it, I think would be to really limit like what's what, what some sports organizations are doing. Okay. We have a goal to get fans back in, but it will be at 20% capacity. So then you'd have to make the state fair a ticketed event where you give out, 20,000 tickets a day. I mean, think there's usually between 100,000 and 250,000 people there a day. And so do you then just ticket and we give 20,000 tickets out per day and then you can walk around? But then does it make as much sense for the vendors, for the state fair, all of that? Sounds like a nightmare. So it's nobody wants to not, nobody like wants it to not happen, but it would, 
even if you said anyone who wants to come can come, I don't know how many people would go because the image that we all have in our mind at the state fair is your shoulder to shoulder Wall with everybody, you yeah. know? So um, anyway, well, when if we find something out, we'll be sure to let you know. Why don't we do a little, if you see something, say something, shall we? Yeah. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Kristen Bell, yes, revealed that her five-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Delta, is still wearing diapers. Okay. Um, I read this. You read this, and then what was your your knee-jerk? started judging in my mind. I was like, oh my God, what are you talking about? You know, then I started reading more of the article talking about how, you know, one kid, their their other kid, you know, was like, the potty training was so easy. Basically, they're like, hey, do you want to go on the potty? And then from then on, that was it. Yeah. But then their their daughter came along and she's still having this issue. Did they mention, is it just at night? Or does it sound like that she's just, they just say like, hey, she's still in diapers. That's it. Okay, they that's the information. get further into it as to why and so i'm like oh my gosh and i had like this whole scenario in my head because you have all of this background information as to how you were raised how your parents told you to do it how you did it with your kids yeah and how it's done because that's mm. like gospel mm. things like that yeah and, right and i'm like ooh, hold on a second this is the kind of stuff where you start judging other parents so and you- then some people go online and go how Dare you? I mean, some people get really nasty about it. And I yeah. thought, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm going to stop myself. I'm not going to judge this at all. Look at you, Don. That takes a level of self awareness. Because what we don't know if she has a medical problem. We don't know if she has emotional issues. We don't know if she has, maybe she's just a, a kid that doesn't have any developmental issues at all. That's yeah. their business. Sure. Yeah. You're, that's, that's, that's good awareness. And it speaks to because I think. The majority of us, whether you react that same way to that same story or another story that you hear, the the honest truth is we very often have a thought, right? And it's like thoughts pop into our head, some that we conjure up, others that just sort of pop in without any sort of reasoning. They just, boom, they're there. But the great battle in life is can you stop a thought? Can you say, you know what, I'm going to sort of take hold of that and throw it into the trash can? That's not... And most people, I think most of the time, don't. And so to be able to sort of stop yourself in the midst of that is is pretty is pretty strong. Rocco, did you have an easy time potty training, or is it just so distant now with an eight-year-old <laughs> where you don't remember it at all? You know, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like all of that age zero through five is just such a blur, and I'm glad <laughs> I have photos and videos because I'm like, did that happen? You know, but we had a pretty, our kid's been pretty easy, but you know, to be honest, he's can't tie his shoes very well and he's almost nine. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's got different, you know, development things. You know, and I, I have um, heard more commonly of some kids. That's why I asked, I wonder if it's just at night, if some kids wearing a diaper at night until they can stay dry. How do we learn that by the way? Isn't that uh, just a, a feat of human achievement that you can Tell yourself when you're subconscious and like in this comatose sleep state, don't pee. <laughs> I know. How does my that motivation? My mom said, for every day that you don't pee your pants at night, I will buy you a new pair of underwear. Oh, sweet. And so now I have an obsession with underwear. Thanks, mom. 
<laughs> but wow. that was my reward. That was my reward. Oh, really? And so I guess in the night I was like, don't pee. <laughs> You know, your dreams. (laughs) Good Lord. All right. Well, whatever the incentive is that happens to work for you works. You parent, figure it out. It's all messy all the time. After the break, we'll get into the beat. I've seen a lot of these live stream things that are out there with music. Rocco has actually sat down and watched them, including some stuff that Quest Love has been doing. We'll get his take on that. And a uh, K-pop band that just made some big money from one, too. That's next. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands, like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.